from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your match tons. We're Homebrew Bad. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, man, what have you been doing beer-related lately? Beer-related lately? I don't know, just drinking the American wheat. Oh, yeah. How's that, how's that going? It's not bad. Okay. I mean... Really? It's, not, it's not to style. We just have to drink it up because it's yeah. not a bad beer. It yeah, it's good. just yeah. It's just not to style. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Brian and I have been getting through that. Nice. Um, That's awesome. That, uh, nothing really outside of here. All right. yeah. I uh, I brewed the saison. Yeah. Got that. Got that knocked out. Uh, Was it buddy, fun? Yeah, uh, Jacob Beebe, my buddy from oh. high school, came into town. And so he, had, he was he was kind of my co-brewer for it for, a, for a bit. Yeah. And we went and grabbed some lunch and caught up. He was in the the Ukraine for a year, so like that was it was just a whole thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, is he staying here now? Yes, yeah. He's okay. he's decided he's done with international travel. He has done right. enough, he says. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, good good job, man. <laughs> That's good because we like him. Yep. I uh, got the got the the Got the Piwo all bottled up and ready to go. We'll be trying that maybe next week, maybe the week after. Depends on uh, the order of when we record stuff. Uh, Probably the week after because we also have the Dry Irish Stout ready to go. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, So uh, today we're just going to kind of dive right in here. We're we're a little bit on a deadline. We got yeah. We have another show to record right after this, and we got started late. Fucking traffic, man! I tell you what, mm. ninety four was just backed way up. That's way right, up. local stuff. Let's talk about roads. <laughs> ninety four. Woo! But yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's it's been a good week uh, beer wise. Not much. Uh, Pitchforks having their uh, anniversary party tomorrow. Really Ooh. excited about that. Um, I'm going to go hiking and find some juniper tomorrow, too. <laughs> uh, they're doing a bottle release coinciding with This is the first time they've done an anniversary bottle release. Uh, yeah. They're doing a barrel-aged barley wine. Yeah, I thought it was weird that they were doing a bottle release right now. Yeah, well, they kind of accidentally made sense. it. They accidentally made a beer. Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of like kind of how Mike was saying. Like, well, I made a barley wine, and I put some of it in a barrel, and then it turned out really good. <laughs> So they accidentally made a good barley wine. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it's called uh, Demeter's Choice, I think. Okay. Or something like that. And yeah, they have like a real fancy label on it and everything. Like wow. it looks real professional. I don't know if I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so slap with the pitchfork what logo happened on it. With the, yeah, the slap and then the tag. Like, like Ficino has this thing where he's like, we need to act professional oh, and be yeah. a real brewery. And- <laughs> Sure. <laughs> He's been naming all the beers besides just the style. Like, <laughs> my, like because people go in and be like, oh, what's 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 that beer? That is Black IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah, so it's a Black IPA? Yes. <laughs> well, what was that one IPA you guys brewed? Uh, we probably called it IPA. Yep. Yeah, but it was a different one. It was what weird. hop was in it? Oh, I, I think I think Galena was in it. That was Galena IPA. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And personally, I love that naming system. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really... a very stark difference from Oliphant just yes. up the road. <laughs> like, 
So what is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a Saison. Why? <laughs> because. And Party on Garth is what? <laughs> But yeah, no, I, as a, as a... Bees! <laughs> what's that one? <laughs> There's honey in it? <laughs> yeah, um, no, I don't know, it's... As a homebrewer, I appreciate the, like, the straightforward name. Like, yeah. I know what it is by reading it on the thing. I don't have to, like, go through the description yeah. thing. And yeah, we don't name any of ours except for, like, a, a couple. The ones the ones that speak to us. Yeah. You have to name the ones that speak to you. Like it's very important. Tropical Paradox. Yes. Yes. All right. That's just speaking a great of, name anyway. Speaking of beers that we've made, we beers. have the English IPA that we're trying today. English IPA. Yes. A uh, style we both like. Yes. And full disclosure, I've tried it. Already, because uh, my dad was going on a trip, and he wanted a, he wanted a bunch of beer, and so I wasn't going to give him bad beer. Yeah. So I had to make sure it was good. Because <laughs> I'm a good son. You try her before show her. You. I know. I know. I try not to. I really do. <laughs> Usually pretty good at it. You got a much better pour. Yep. <laughs> this glass doesn't pour great. But uh, you want to start off the style uh, description here? Kind of uh, overall. description of the English IPA. Overall impression, a hoppy, moderately strong, very well attenuated pale British ale with a dry finish and a hoppy aroma and flavor. Classic British ingredients provide the best flavor profile. Mm Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh, I'm excited to talk about aroma. Yeah. Um, all right, so before we get into aroma and all that, uh, the <coughs> our, <coughs> our recipe varied a little bit uh, because we weren't able to find the hops that we wanted. So if you remember right, uh, we we chose hops that we had never had before. Right. And just kind of like, we're like, well, let's try new hops. This will be fun. Mm-hmm. So our, uh, our grain bill, our grist was eight pounds of UK uh, two-row. Uh, one and a half pounds of UK caramel, and one pound of Crystal 15 UK. Um, and then we were going to use uh, Admiral and Bramling Cross. Uh, instead, we ended up using uh, Target and Progress hops. Okay. Um, and so Target was our bittering hop, and we put that in at 60, and then we uh, threw Target in at Flame Out. Uh, the flavor descriptors well, on those. You mean progress at flame out? Progress at yeah. Sorry, target it, target it for bittering. Progress at flame out. All right, we're making progress here. Right. <laughs> All right. So progress. We are. What flavors are we getting there? Um, moderately strong, good aroma. Okay, that's not helpful. Never mind. Those flavor descriptors suck. <laughs> yeah. So, so should we? Uh, you so go into um, aroma. Yeah. Yeah. Go Do for some it. Aroma? Okay. A moderate to moderately high hop aroma of floral, spicy, peppery, or citrus orange in nature is typical. A slightly grassy dry hop aroma is acceptable but not required. A moderately low caramel-like or toasty malt presence is optional. Low to moderate fruitiness is acceptable. Some versions may have a sulfury note, although this character is not mandatory. So we're sniffing it. Um, so I get I get like uh, some spicy peppery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting the spicy. And peppery then like hot. almost like a 
like a marmalade on toast. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. I was trying to figure. That's why I was excited to talk about this aroma. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's like a marmor marmalade toasty. Yeah, uh, yeah, just like is you got you got like the bare hint of fruit there, and yeah. like a like a toast character. Yeah. And yep, it smell it smells like breakfast. It does. It smells delicious. I'm really hoping it tastes as good as it smells. Right. Uh, so aroma, yay or nay? Uh, I think we got the aroma. I think we nailed yeah. it. I think we nailed yeah. this one. We got the low to moderate fruitiness. Uh, I didn't smell a sulfury note. Not required. And we got toasty. I wouldn't want sulfury notes in my beer anyway. I don't like... Uh, I don't know. It worked out well with the yep. uh, with the Australian sparkling. True. That had True. sulfur. Uh, that was more iron, though. That was more of a minerally character. Yeah, but it was, it was sulfury on the aroma. Yeah. And it True. smelled good. Yeah, it did. Didn't smell like rotten eggs. It yeah. was very, very light. Sulfur. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I think that, yeah, I think the sulfury note would be like not a ton of sulfur. You don't want to smell like there's demons in your beer. No, no demons. <laughs> no demons in the beer. All right. Um, so appearance, color ranges from golden to deep amber, but most are fairly pale. Should be clear, although unfiltered, dry hopped versions. Uh, maybe a bit hazy. Moderate size, persistent head, uh, stand uh, stand with off-white uh, color. Well, we had okay. the head. Yeah, we had the head. It's still there. It's persisting. Uh, pretty the clear color. with a little, I mean, a little bit of haze in mine, but I yeah, poured there's from a the little bottom. Haze. Yeah. A little bit of haze is pretty effervescent. Yeah. And uh, color is... Golden. I'd say, I'd I'd say golden. Like golden. No, more of an amber, I think. Uh, maybe like a golden amber. It's not like dark amber. Yeah, it's like almost maybe like a, a copper color. Well, not yeah. not quite a copper color, but I guess light amber is probably a good descriptor. Okay, light it's amber. It's a light amber. So, yay! Now. Yeah, I think we. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go yay yeah. on the uh, the appearance. Now the important one. <clears throat> flavor. Hot flavor is medium to high, with a moderate to assertive hot bitterness. The hot flavors should be similar to the aroma. Floral, spicy, peppery, citrus, orange, and or slightly grassy. Malt flavors should be medium, low to medium, and be somewhat bready. Optionally with light to medium light, biscuit-like, toasty, toffee-like, and or caramel aspects. Medium low to medium fruitiness. Finish is medium dry to very dry, and the bitterness may linger into the aftertaste but should not be harsh. The balance is toward the hops, but the malt should still be noticeable in support. If high sulfate water is used, a distinctively minerally dry finish, some sulfur flavor, and a lingering bitterness are usually present. Some clean alcohol flavor can be noted in stronger versions. Oak is inappropriate. No oak. No oak. No oak. In this style. All right, uh, you go ahead and taste this. I'm going to talk about what I tasted because, holy crap, that tastes like... I get, I get like a peppery orange mm -hmm. um, right away, and then uh, some toffee and caramel. Yeah, I like that peppery note on the front. Yeah. And then it goes into that, like... Like a sweet... Orange, like, well, but like the marmalade. marmalade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like... I mean, I, it's kind of hard immediately point out like that's marmalade because with marmalade you imagine a lot of the texture mm -hmm. you're not, not going to have that with the beer it doesn't it's not, it's not jelly <laughs> but the flavor is is like spiced marmalade 
on the front, and then you get the toffee this, and a little bit of toasty. Like this, this beer is a light English breakfast. Is it is? Yeah. Then after your marmalade, I get some of that toastiness that we were smelling, and then some toffee on the back, and then there's that perfect amount. Like there's, it's bitter all the way through, and then just a little bit of sweetness at the end. Just yeah. Like, bloop. But it's the perfect amount of lingering bitterness mm-hmm. that's not like. All right, I'm cloying. I'm burning through this really quickly. Yeah. Like, this is uh, this tastes very good. I I love English beers, and this is one of the best ones I think we've made. This yeah. Is, I think this. And think. then again, I have the bitter in my other glass. Yeah. So, which is my go-to drinker because it's three and a half percent. Yeah. This is uh, yeah. This tastes very good, and looking at our flavor profile, I think. That we are on it. I think we are too. I think we're right. And I and that kind of explains a little bit more with the high sulfate water. So, in the, you would be getting the sulfur from the water water, which we don't have. Mm -hmm. So, that explains why that might be there, which is nice to know. Yeah. Because if you find sulfur in your beer, and it's not supposed to be there, maybe it's your water. Why can't we get more English IPAs around here? I mean, American IPAs are great. Yeah. But this is infinitely more sessionable like something i can sit down and have a few it's, of and it's a very nice change mm-hmm. from all of the new world hops <laughs> like, i love new world hops but it's very nice to have something that doesn't just taste like how much citrus can we put in this beer you like citrus here's some more citrus we put three thousand pounds of citra <laughs> Okay, calm down, though. <laughs> In a 50-gallon mash. Yeah. Well, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Filtered it through hops. And a sock. <laughs> and dry hopped it until we had to wring the beer out of the hops. <laughs> like, it seems to be some of them get a little excessive. But it's... And I love them. Mm-hmm. I love American IPAs. But it's real nice to, to go just, to something it's to that's to switch not, it up. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's real nice. Yeah. And this is a very different IPA flavor while still having the IPA. Well, character. and so when I when I first opened it up and tried it um, with my dad, I didn't. I was like, huh. I don't know if I like this. <laughs> yeah. Like right away. Uh, but then like I used the three sip rule. Which yeah. is a very important rule. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know, the three sip rule is you can't decide if you like a beer or not until you've had three sips of it. Yeah. Because the first sip, you're you have no idea what to expect, right. and your palate could go into like you know. Uh. The second sip kind of like acclimates you, and then the third sip is your true yeah. enjoyment of the beer. It's real important with sours to remember the three sip rule. Yeah, for anyone but me. <laughs> <laughs> but yep. All right. So mouthfeel. Uh, smooth, medium light to medium bodied mouthfeel without hop derived astringency. Although moderate to medium high carbonation can combine to render an overall dry sensation despite a supportive malt presence. A low, smooth alcohol warming can and should be sensed in stronger, but not all versions. So this is not a stronger version. I think this one is five and a half, six percent, somewhere no, in there. It's about right. Yep. You know, I th- as you were reading that, um, I think the middle sentence here perfectly describes the mouthfeel of this beer, where it says moderate to medium high carbonation can combine to render an overall dry sensation despite a supportive malt presence. 
I think that's exactly what happens here. Yeah, I think here. nails it. Um, I think that actually is the description for this beer. I think it's medium light mouthfeel, and it almost feels drier because of the the carbonation, mm-hmm. which is wonderful and fits perfectly in style. I think it's great. I like that. Um, I think this is a slam dunk, I th- it which is. we needed. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Because we've had some, we've had some, we've had some sideways thumbs and some, and some thumbs, thumbs down, down and, and we, some tentative thumbs up. We we just we, based on aging, like, like we 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 need we needed to win, guys. Yeah, it's so beers is, like this that keep me brewing. Yeah, it's, this is definitely a win. I think this is one of our rebrews on the not because it was bad list, but, but because, because it was good. delightful. And this is definitely good. It's going, like it's it. going up there with the cream ale and the Aussie for sure. And the tropical stout. And the tropical yeah. stout. And I I really like the bitter. Like Yeah. Like that 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 like, oh man, that bitter. Yeah, yeah. No, so this is one of our one of our top ten so far. Mm-hmm. Which I mean we're not that far into it, but No, yeah, we're only twenty four weeks in. <laughs> right? I think this is no, this is episode twenty five. So yeah. So but we're only twenty five weeks in and <laughs> Yeah. But probably 24 beers in? 24 beers, 25 week weeks. Two. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, this is top 10, which is... But I don't know if I, I... I can't say top five just because I don't have all the information in front of me right now on what we thought was great. So Right now, this is my favorite beer in front of... Well, it's not in front of me anymore. Five minutes ago, <laughs> it was my favorite beer in front of me. Now it's inside of you. Now it's inside of me, and I got... Oh, wait, bitter. All right. Now this is my favorite beer in front of me. <laughs> Now this it, it, it turned out very well, and I mm-hmm. think we got it. I think we yeah. nailed big everything. English character. Uh, just very very good beer. Yeah. Um, let's uh, let's run over the stats on this quick so we can see what we think we did on that. No, oh, I I mean I I have I I have the numbers in the book upstairs, but uh, we hit our OG. We nailed this one at ten fifty five. Okay. Um, and then we finished out, I want to say it was like 10-12. Well, that's right within the 10-10 yep. to 10-18. Yeah. Our ABV was supposed to be 5.0 to 7.5. And yeah, we're and somewhere we're, we're somewhere in between five and, or five and a half and six. And then the SRM 6 to 14 looks like we hit Yep. on that. And then IBU's 40 to 60. I bet we're right in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, calculated or 52. Yeah. So. So, yeah, this tastes, I mean, it hits the vitals everything it hit all of the flavor notes and well the style notes in general this beer is nailed it that's a strong thumbs up this is a very strong thumbs up i can't wait to have another yes but first (laughs) but first but first i need you to go in there and there's a beer in there called commander commander i think it's called commander it's the lift bridge barley wine in there it's in a bomber Yeah. All right. So finding a non-barrel-aged American barley wine, real hard, <laughs> especially in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> not the right time of year to look. No, for this. no. Did did not did not think this think this through. So we're going from a really uh, really like enjoyable side of the spectrum to something that's just a little bit uh, rougher. So yeah. <laughs> This, Still this one, enjoyable, but mostly yes. in the winter. So this one is 12.5%. Ooh, buddy. 
uh, from 2016. Uh, it's uh, she's she's gonna be, she's gonna be a brute. Yeah. There we go. Okay, I'm getting her open. You you got this. You got this. I believe in you. I believe in me too. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're the only one. Come on, you can do it, Rick. I'm getting it. They put like plastic on it instead yeah, of it's wax. Not wax and it's, so it's hard to open. It's really just and it's kinda... like shrink wrap plastic. There we go. We got her now. All right. Okay. Hey, Matt, guy who doesn't drink beer. <laughs> Welcome to our beer podcast. <laughs> Alright, so... Oh, daggum, I gotta finish this. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's not as dark as I thought. Oh yeah, barley wine, not stout. Right. Gotta keep remembering. Lots of alcohol, just like the other. Yep. Alright, so this is uh, style 22C of the BJCP style guidelines. That's clear as balls. Uh, Overall impression, a well-hopped American interpretation of the richest and strongest of the English ales. Like, it's like we're trying to, like, (laughs) like, this is... This is, you know, like, you got, he's got the queen. Well, we we got a Trump. <laughs> well, this is, sure. You guys uh, have beer? Well, we're going to throw a bunch of hops in it and the, uh, make the same thing. The hop character should be evident throughout, but does not have to be unbalanced. The alcohol strength and hop bitterness often combine to leave a very long finish. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about aroma. Aroma. Hop character, moderate to assertive, and often showcases citrusy, fruity, or resiny New World varieties, although other varieties such as floral, earthy, or spicy English varieties or a blend of varieties may be used. Rich maltiness with a character that may be sweet, caramely, bready, or fairly neutral. Low to moderately strong fruity esters and alcohol aromatics. However, the intensity of aromatics often subsides with age. Hops tend to be nearly equal to malt in the aroma, with alcohol and esters far behind. Wow, that's All a right, lot of so stuff. All right, so with our commercial example. It is uh, malty. Malty. Very oh, rich fruity. maltiness. Yep, there's the dark A little bit fruitiness. of resin. Yeah, dark like, fruitiness and yeah. resin in there. But yeah. Doesn't smell super boozy though. Mm-mm. Mm. It's got some booze sweetness on the smell. Mm. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm definitely picking up boozy sweetness. So it. do you think this fits uh, style aroma wise? I think it, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> it, it's on the lower end of the hop character. Yeah, no, well, and it's, it's also a year aged. I don't know if that has anything. Oh, yeah, it to does do say it, so. hops ten. Yeah, yeah. Uh, intensity often subsides, so that's probably it. So, because it's a year aged, I would say this probably fits right in the aroma. All right. Um, appearance color may range from light amber to medium copper. May rarely be as dark as light brown. Often has ruby highlights. Moderately low to large off white head. Are off-white to tan, light tan head. May have low head retention. May be cloudy with chill haze at colder temperatures, but generally clears to good to brilliant clarity as it warms. The color may appear to have great depth as if viewed through a thick glass lens. Higher al- or high alcohol and viscosity may be visible in legs when the beer is swirled in a glass. 
Oh, we got legs. Well, we got we got legs for days. We got legs. Like, look at the gams on this one. <laughs> we got legs, and we've got a brilliant clarity. I can see right through this thing. It's like I'm viewing frog off yeah. through a thick lens. Yeah. Well, I can't see you because you're not bright. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> As I hold it up to the light, I can see, but Casey's Tell, Casey's tell me very about the dim. rabbits, George. Casey's, tell me about the rabbits. Casey's quite dim. I can't see him shining through the beer. But yeah, it's definitely clear. Um, it's definitely got those ruby notes. Yep. Yeah, this is, uh, I mean, and, I'd say like a darker, well. And legs for days. Oh, yeah. yeah. They just keep going and going. Yeah. <laughs> Legs go all the way up. All right. We're Flavor. Oh, gosh dang. Okay, here we are. Flavor. Strong, rich malt flavor with a noticeable hop flavor and bitterness in the balance. Moderately low to moderately high malty sweetness on the palate. Although the finish may be somewhat sweet to quite dry, depending on aging, hop bitterness may range from moderately strong to aggressive. While strongly malty, the balance should always seem bitter. Moderate to high hop flavor, any variety, but often showing a range of New World hop characteristics. Low to moderate fruity esters, noticeable alcohol presence, but well inter oh, integrated flavors. Oh, wait, hang on. Noticeable alcohol presence, but well integrated. Flavors will smooth out and decline over time, but any oxidized character should be muted and generally be masked by hop character. May have some bready or caramely malt flavors, but these should not be high. Roasted or burnt malt flavors are inappropriate. 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 No burnt malt. No burnt malt. <laughs> no burnt malt nana. <laughs> no banana. I feel like we probably shouldn't have banana. No, either. you shouldn't either. So no banana. No banana. <laughs> but that didn't have to be said. No. <laughs> that was just implied. There's an implied no banana. <laughs> yeah, but we'll say it. Right. Uh, this one tastes like a caramel candy, like almost like a Werther's. Oh. I was talking. I hadn't tried it. Oh, yet. yeah. Uh, or not, not, not Werther's because it's butterscotch. Uh, this, like, I don't know, like one of those, like, when you're making caramel apples mm. and, like, you have the little cubes of caramel in a bowl. That's kind of what this tastes like to it me. It does taste like that. Yeah. Tastes like caramel. Um... That the hot bitterness dropped out of it. Yeah, no, it's it's boozing car. It's caramely boo yeah, or it boozy caramel. Like, yeah, <laughs> it tastes like you melted some booze into some caramel and then skipped the apples. Yeah, I mean, you melted melt some booze. Melted some caramel into some booze. <laughs> melted them in together. <laughs> See what this beer does <laughs> causes problems. But then you skipped the apples and then just drank the concoction. Yep, that's what it tastes like. It's not bad. No, it's not bad by any means. I wish it was like negative 30 outside and this would taste a lot better. This would be spectacular then because right now it's quite warm and it is. Wait, is this bottle numbered? Yes, it is. Ooh, bottle 746. I just picked it up at the liquor store this <laughs> afternoon. <clears throat> well, you got number 746, Woo! boy. I feel real special. And I think they there's do only, a barrel aged version of that. I don't know. There's only four number slots. Well, yeah, that means they, that could be 9,999. Right. So this is exclusive. <laughs> or they just added an extra zero there to make it seem more yeah. exclusive. <laughs> like, I should... 
I should tell Mike that for the next bottle release. Put like six zeros in front of whatever number it is if you yeah. want to number the bottles. <laughs> but like number them randomly, like because they only do like two to three hundred bottles. Right. So just like number them randomly. So like somebody gets like one million and three or like <laughs> <laughs> just spin the little number stamp and <laughs> yeah. Then like. You'll forget where you are, and some people would be confused because they'll be like, "We both got number fifty-two. Uh, don't worry about that. <laughs> They're the same. Doesn't bottle. mean anything. <laughs> They're the same bottle. All right. Uh, mouthfeel: full-bodied and chewy, with a velvety, luscious texture. Although the body may decline uh, with long conditioning, alcohol warmth should be noticeable, but smooth. Should not be syrupy or un- under attenuated. Carbonation may be low to moderate, depending on age and conditioning. This is definitely low carb. Yeah, it's definitely full-bodied. And a little chewy. I don't know if the texture's luscious. No, but, but it is velvety. I think the body declined a little bit. But, as to be expected, with long conditioning. Hasn't been long, but... No, it's been a year. Yeah, we've lost a little bit of what this originally was. But... Yeah. It's still good. I think this, so far, pretty much loosely fits this. And, I mean, we can't really make a big call on what it was. Yeah. So aged, I'm going to I'm gonna say that this one is a pretty good example yeah. of what we're going oh, for. Yeah. All right. Um, comment. Sometimes known as barley wine or <clears throat> barley wine style ale, the latter due to legal requirements, not brewery preference. <laughs> I feel like this was half a sentence. <laughs> like, Jesus, what are you trying to say here? Like... You should say something like, this style is sometimes known as barley wine or barley wine style ale. You're yeah. missing part you're of the starting, sentence. Like, you're starting Damn a, it, an interesting thing. Like, sometimes known as barley wine or barley wine style ale. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like you should have been saying more. Cool story, bro. You started a fun <laughs> fact and didn't finish it. <laughs> It's like when you start telling a story and then you're like, oh shit, this is like one of those you had to be there stories. Yeah. And you're like, you like half assedly finish it. Like yep. you just like jump to the end. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah moving on. <laughs> That's kind of what they did here. Yep. All right. History. Usually the strongest ale offered by a brewery, often associated with the winter or holiday season. Or August. <laughs> For BNS, August. <laughs> and vintage dated. As with many American craft beer styles derived from English examples, but using American ingredients and featuring a much more forward hot profile. One of the first American craft beer versions was Anchor Old Foghorn, first brewed in 1975. Sierra Nevada Bigfoot, first brewed in 1983. And the standard for hot forward styles set of the today. Standard. Oh, set the standard for hot forward styles of today. The story goes that when Sierra Nevada first sent Bigfoot out for lab analysis, the lab called and said, Your barley wine is too bitter, to which Sierra Nevada replied, Thank you. Hey, why don't they always why don't they all have fun amusing anecdotes? <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Because that was that was a delightful anecdote. <laughs> Thank was. you, Greg. Yeah. I don't know if Greg wrote this. I don't even know who Greg is, but he's the well, person we Greg's, decided. Greg's the no banana guy. No, Greg's the guy who's like some clove. Oh, yeah. Greg's the clove guy. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Everyone else is no banana. <laughs> and then Jerry just has bad ideas. <laughs> Fuck Jerry. 
<laughs> yeah, Jerry's the guy who was like, let's talk about a sautee. No, no, Jerry. No, no. nobody likes that style. You put <laughs> sticks in it, Jerry. <laughs> sticks. <laughs> Jerry, fuck. All right, characteristic ingredients. Uh, Well-modified pale malt should form the backbone of the grist. Some specialty or character malts may be used. Dark malt should be used with great restraint, if at all, as most of the color arises from the lengthy boil. Another 90-minute boil. Yep. All right. I'm glad you're brewing this one. Uh, New World hops are common, although any varieties can be used in quantity. Generally uses an attenuative uh, American ale yeast. So 1056. Yes. yes. <laughs> Style comparison. The American version of the barley wine tends to have greater emphasis on hot bitterness, flavor, and aroma than the English barley wine, and often features American hot varieties, typically paler than the darker English barley wine and lacking in the deeper malt flavors, but darker than the golden English barley wines, differs from a double IPA in that the hops are not extreme. The malt is more forward, and the body is fuller and often richer. An American barley wine typically has more residual sweetness than a double IPA, which affects the overall drinkability, sipping versus drinking. Okay. All right. Um, uh, you want to do the vital stats while I'm getting the uh, recipe kind of Vital stats. We're looking at an IBU range of 50 to 100. SRM. 10 to 19 OG of 1080 to 1120 a lot of it you should have final gravity should be 1016 to 1030 leave that stuff pretty sweet and an ABV of 8.0 to 12.0 what kind of SRM are we looking at SRM 10 to 19 Drop some of this down and uh, OG range. OG range is 1080 to 1120. Okay. Woo. And We're going to be up there. Put, uh, oh, buddy pal. This beer is goblet worthy. Ale yeast. This beer is 12.5. Yes, this one is. She's a biggin'. Okay. So I have a grist put together. And we can we can make we can we can make it hot. Uh, right now it's only at like nine percent. We can let's bump that up so we can get to ten. All right, yeah. now it's a ten percent shooter with out an there. SRM of seventeen. Beautiful. Sixteen pounds of U.S. two row. Yes. Two pounds of U.S. victory malt. Victory. I like victory malt. It's a good one. Uh, then a pound of Crystal Forty. Yeah. And then a pound of U.S. Munich. Yeah. Really like get some different malt flavors in there, sure. kind of. Mix you know, it play up, with buddy. a little bit because like that's where all the flavors coming from in this yeah. is a lot of the malts. Um, so we're gonna get like some big caramel biscuit toasty notes. And, yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. So and that puts us at an OG of eleven oh two and an SRM of seventeen. Eleven oh two with an SRM seventeen. Yep. Uh, and then you, if we use ten fifty six, we should finish out around ten twenty five ish. Beautiful. That fits in our right. range. So hops. Hops. We just want to dank this one out, like use some cheap hops because the malt bill is going to be super insane. Or... Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. So just like Cascade and Centennial. That'll do it, I think. Just dank it out. 
And I'm, I don't know if we need, I don't, I think late edition hops are kind of a waste, right? So like if we do, uh, what kind of IBU range are we looking for here? IBUs of 50 to 100. So we're, we're looking to be pretty bitter here. Okay. So what if we do, Ooh, that was too many, too many, too many, <laughs> too many. IBUs 400. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, that's, that's 103. Uh, 90, 90 IBUs. How's that sound? That seems good. We're going to okay. be pretty sweet, so we want to yeah. balance that. So three ounces of, cent of Centennial at 60 minutes. Sweet. Then an ounce of Cascade at 30. Okay. Uh, and then probably a 90-minute boil on this. Actually, we it, uh, we have it set for a 60-minute boil, so we'll probably just do a 60-minute boil on it. Sure. Because, yeah, we added malts to get color instead of, yeah. So I think I think that's a solid recipe. I'm going to save it. ESC American I think it is. Wine. All right. So just to recap here on the recipe, we can wrap up. 16 pounds of two-row, two pounds of victory, a pound of Munich, and a pound of Crystal 40. Uh, then three ounces of Centennial at 60 minutes, uh, and an ounce of Cascade at 30. Uh, and then some 1056 to, you know, just kind of ferment that thing out real nice with the neutral yeast character and my favorite yeast. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Have ourselves a burly wine. We got a barley wine for sure. All right, let's wrap this up here. Guys, thank you for tuning in this week. If you'd like to support us, head on over to patreon.com slash and become a patron today. Every dollar helps. And, I mean, you guys know you guys are brewers. Brewing these beers is pretty expensive, so anything you can do to help us out is really appreciated. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.